The Jonesy and Amanda Show as we know it started in the aftermath of the 2004 tsunami in Phuket. An undersea earthquake sent enormous waves. Since then, we've been here as your constant while the world changed. Social media. Climate change. History. For Barack Obama. Royal wedding. The iPhone. COVID-19. Black Lives Matter. What a day for love, for equality, for respect. Like a sentinel, we have watched over the world since 2005. And thanks to a detailed set of diaries that Jonesy has kept. Well, they're kind of detailed, but we do have a Time Travellers podcast of a highly successful radio show. Highly successful? A podcast of a moderately successful radio show. All right, well, let's begin, shall we? Whoa, it's 2007. Wow, a new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year for 2007. So we are looking back through Jonesy's work diaries. Ship's log, I like to call it. A ship's log. <laughs> you know what's amazing? How long have we been doing this show? 16 years. One of, one of the things from 2007, the iPhone was announced. Right, yeah. You know, it feels like we've always had them. We Our show was around before the iPhone. What did we do before the, we had the iPhone? Remember we had semaphore flags and mm. in the evening, instead yeah. of texting each other or calling, yeah. I'd go out onto my balcony, you'd be on your balcony yeah. and we'd do smoke signals and semaphores, it remember? W- it was so hard to send a dick pic with semaphore flags. Like <laughs> well, you'd have to... you tried it. <laughs> the best you could do. They killed me. <laughs> what you'd do is like, you know, when they'd have to... In the Battle of Marathon in ancient yeah. Greek history, right. you'd have to show it to someone... Yeah. And then they'd run to me and describe <laughs> it and fall down dead and with the then, exertion. And you'd stab them. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. <laughs> Go straight to HR. That's how it happened. Yeah. And Kevin 07, oh, 2007 was me. Kevin 07, the first incarnation of Kevin Rudd. Yeah. I was just looking here. There's a whole bunch of uh, emails from people. Uh, praising our show. Did you send them a pic? <laughs> in t- 2007. Uh, this is from Jacqueline Goss, and it was sent to us in 2007. Hi, both. Just wanted to say a genuine and huge thanks for putting on a great show every morning. I am here from the East Midlands in England for three oh. months, working on a project, and I got a little homesick. But your humour, sassy style, and music selection cheers me every single morning. Isn't that nice? That's from from Jackie Goss. Although they can't all be good. Oh. Hello, Jonesy and Amanda. What gets my ghoulies is when people put down and make fun of ELO. (laughs) Signed, Jeff Lynn. (laughs) I have been an ELO fan for 35 years and they are a great band. Jeff Lynn has helped a lot of artists to many to list. Sorry. Too many to list. And another thing... No one plays the new song of the album of ELO called Zoom. It's been out for six years now, and that gets my ghoulies. <laughs> Writes Brian. I've never heard of it. That's the new song. It's six years old six then. Six years old. Uh, and another one here. Okay. And this is, this is titled, this is from a girl called Laura, and the subject is, Jonesy, how hot are you? Okay, I'm only 21, but I started streaming through the internet because my radio is wholly crapola. And what do I see on the first page of the website? An incredibly hot guy standing next to Amanda, who is extremely attractive as well. Who is it? But I don't swing that way, sorry. Uh, But I can't get out of my head. I always loved your sexy voice, but voices can be very deceiving. Oh, my God. I just had to email and let you know how gorgeous you are, Jonesy. I definitely want you. 
Oh, wow. That's from Laura. Does she supply a photograph? She no. She was only semaphores. She was she was only twenty one. It's funny how you've kept that. How old would she be now? Two thousand seven. She's twenty one. Hang on, I can do this. Twenty one plus how many years is that? I'm going to call out to people. No, well, there's if a, someone was twenty one in yeah. two thousand seven, how this. old are they now? It's thirty five. She's thirty five. Right in the ballpark. <laughs> she hasn't recently resubmitted any feelings, <laughs> no, no, though, has she? There's been no other feelings since. No, no, there's been nothing since. <laughs> Funny how you kept it, though. Yeah. You well, no, framed it's just, it and laminated it. It's just here. It's just, just here. here. It's just here. here with all it's the others. Just here. And, and just uh, FYI, there's one for my daughter, uh, Birds. Dear Dad, I know I'm not getting a dog, but instead, could I please have a bird? I will take care for it. And this is the schedule. So she's got the schedule of... What uh, is the schedule? A, uh, feed well, it. On Sunday, she cleans Missy's hutch, which is the doll... Uh, what was that thing we had? The Guinea rabbit. That was a rabbit. <laughs> I think it was. And the bird is on Saturday. Bird time, Saturday or Wednesday. When's my bird time? <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't re-emailed you. When's said my that. bird time? <laughs> oh my goodness me! What a time! Oh, what you a know time. what else happened in two thousand and seven? What? Jimmy, it says here that we created an online get well book for Jimmy Barnes, who'd had open heart surgery. Oh my goodness, that's right, he did too. Obviously successful all those years ago. Yeah. Wow. So that was 2007 when, because and it was real concern. I remember talking to Dave Campbell. They thought that Jimmy was going, because Billy Thorpe had just passed away, mm-hmm. I believe, the year before. No, that year. Oh, Billy that Thorpe year. died that year. Yeah. And so it was really, Dave was really concerned about Jimmy. And open heart surgery is no walk in the park, that's for sure. So isn't it great that Barnsey is still ticking over? He's going great. Absolutely. Um, I've got, looking through your, I'm looking, looking through your diary... Remember the American Chopper live tour, live show and how horrible it was? Paul Jr. and Sr. Tuttle from America that made the the custom motorcycles. They used to make wood fires before that. That was their business with motorcycles on the side. And it was a great story because they they sent it to uh, someone from Discovery and they said they just weren't interested. They weren't interested in their motorcycle making. And then another guy sent, the guy that was making the, the... the documentary, sent the outtakes where Paul Senior and Paul Jr. were just yelling at each other. And Discovery said, yes, we actually, we will commission that. That's the bit they want. And, and But they didn't, the, the, the Tuttles didn't know that that was going to go to air. And then when it went to air, Paul Senior was outraged and he rang up and he said, you've ruined our business. You've, you've ruined our livelihood. This is nothing about motorbikes. It's just me and my son fighting all the time. And as he said, there was about, they used to get like five emails a day. Overnight, the server crashed. They had 40,000 emails. Mm. And that was where American Chopper started. And it really ended in a bit of acrimony towards the end there. I don't know where those guys are now as far as their relationship, but it really broke up their relationship. Well, remember with the show, what happened here? They just literally, they sort of phoned it in, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they did the American Chopper show. So we went along and interviewed Paul Senior and Paul Junior because I was a massive fan of the show. Remember that? Yeah, and didn't I asked a question from the floor at the press yeah, conference? Yeah, I was hosting the press conference, and I That's said to right. you, "Do not embarrass me in front of my new friends." And yeah. what did you do? I asked what kind of conditioner they used in their beards because <laughs> they were so serious, weren't they? They're very serious guys. They're from New York. They're from Orange County, New York. They're, they're... I also walked into a glass door that day like a budgie. That's right, and then everyone was fussing around about you. Are you well, all right? Ruining well, yes, my I moment. I almost was unconscious. <laughs> it was my moment. But do you so remember what? the American Chopper show? This is from uh, 
uh, MX Magazine. Uh, someone wrote a letter. Remember MX Magazine? Mm-hmm. That it was used, on the train. It used to be on the train and not anymore. On Saturday, this is a, a, a letter from Simon of Summerhill. On Saturday, I had the misfortune to attend the American Chopper live show presented by Michael Chug. I've never witnessed a more amateur, poorly organised and downright shameful spectacle that this event was. <laughs> that sounds like a chuggy event to me. Mm. Uh Perhaps Chug could inform me where the promised bike building demonstrations, children's rides, trade shows, workshop demos and signings with the cast of American Chopper were because there was no sight of any of this when I went. The 15,000 ticket holders were forced to squeeze into a two-metre wide gate manned by four ticket collectors, resulting in delays of more than an hour. There were no first aid facilities provided and there was so little food and drink available that most people had to leave the event to get food. It was billed as a family event, but the MC hosting was one of the most foul-mouthed and rudest people I've ever heard. Oh, that'd be chuggy. That wasn't us. No, it wasn't us. That wasn't us. Uh, There was a grand total of four bikes on display from the show with about 10 bikes from Aussie contributors. These took all of 20 minutes to see. The only entertainment offered was an hour-long set from a pathetic cover band. Overall, this was the biggest rip-off I've ever experienced. Not one of the scheduled events took place, and if the guys from American Chopper were actually there then they have lost a fan in me for good. I suggest they start offering refunds for this spectacular failure. And do you, do you remember, remember they was... didn't come out? They that was supposed to be coming out on their balcony like the royal family and kissing. Yeah, but they didn't. They just did. They, well, they were no show pretty much. And it was so weird because when we hosted the Discovery event uh, down at Darling Harbour, I know down at uh, Circular Quay, it was they were quite chatty and it was great because. That was fine. And then I remember they, Michael Chugg's people approached me and they said, well, would you mind going out to Homebush and uh, doing what you did with the fellas at a meet and greet thing? But I went out there and I just thought, and you came with me, remember? Because we had to do something else that day yeah. and you were on my bike with me. That's when you used to ride on the back of my motorbike. Yeah, before your other 18 accidents. <laughs> and we got there and it was like bedlam, Remember? It was stinking hot and we went up to that room. It was supposedly a meet and greet with the American Chopper guys and people had paid all this money and it was the way it was run was just dreadful. Absolutely. And I said, see, I'm out of here. I'm not, I'm not hanging around for this. And we left uh, before it because we didn't want to be, I didn't want to be associated. It was a dreadful mm. event. And then I got an email. Do you remember this? Uh, Tell me how hot you were. There was a, no, th- this is an email from, from, uh, from Greg, who worked at the airport. So you remember the American chopper guys were going to build a chopper at the event and then someone was going to win the chopper. That's Do you remember right. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it happen? Well, what happened was all these people had bought tickets. They built this chopper, which wasn't anything spectacular. They built it and then the raffle was given away and it was a rather perplexed-looking Asian dude, as this Greg guy explained. And he went, oh, yeah, great. And he'd never ridden a motorbike before or anything. And he just seemed a bit perplexed by the whole thing. Then another guy has emailed a a picture of the said chopper at the airport ready to go back to America. There's the evidence I'm holding up there. Meaning... It, was, it didn't get auctioned off. No. no they're, they're, and, and this is what he said. They He's, bought it in and they took it home again. I work at the airport and was wondering if you could explain to us, this is what he wrote to the organisers of the OCC day. Uh, he says here, 
the guy's name's Stephen. I don't know who that is, but he says, while I've been patiently waiting for a reply regarding my refund, I work at the airport and was wondering if you could explain to us how the bike that we had... Uh, yeah, that we are, he's, his writing is a bit strange, um, is going to leave the country to go back to the OCC. Yeah, when the, yeah. so the bike that was up for raffle, why is that going back to Orange County? And what's your inference with the perplexed guy who won it? Well, I never, he was just a ring in him. He might have been working in the kitchen or something. They said, hey, mate, come in out here, pretend you've won a bike, and it's going back to America. Yeah, that was, and there was no real blowback for that, I don't think. Was a drip. Until now, all these years later, <laughs> we demand answers. Shaggy, where's our bike? We want a bike. A, you want another email from that girl and we want answers yeah, about the my, bike. Where's my, where's my sexy praise? <laughs> Your SP. I haven't had any more sexy praise. <laughs> I want some oh. more sexy praise. Well, maybe we have to wait for another instalment of our podcast. Oh, hang on, I've got another thing here. Is it sexy praise? Look at that. Genuine possum fur nipple warmers, handcrafted in New Zealand. Did I buy those for you? Uh, I can't tell, but you spent $4.50, so yes, I would say. <laughs> Christmas and birthday. Possibly, yes. And uh, here's a little letter from my son, Dominic. It says, my dad likes to sleep. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Oh, and, well, he's got you in one. And quite frankly, I think he's put about as much effort into that as he did with his recent HSC last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that immensely. Next time on our podcast, we delve further into 2007. Will there be more praise about my looks from unlikely. young women? It's very <laughs> unlikely. Catch us next time. See you then. Good day. For more Jonesy and Amanda podcasts, download the free iHeartRadio app.